Welcome to the number one text and blow your nose during the opening of your show podcast. This is the Pokemon Go podcast, and I am the Rock Out Podcasting Charles McFall, and the man over there with no glasses on. Oh, now he made me a liar. It's Joseph underscore wearing his glasses hard. I may have blown my nose, but I muted it. I know. I had no idea okay. until I looked up. And I was like, hey, here's the intro. Can we make the intro? I make the intro every time as we go. I, I try my best to whenever I need to cough or, or sneeze or anything like that to mute my microphone. I wish my microphone just had a button on it, I, but I, I have to crank it. Just crank the knob down on my on my ancient mixer over here. Yeah, I don't know how ancient you mix it. Or I, I do like mute buttons, but I find like I have an array of mute buttons now. I almost never use it except sliders, so I just pop my slider down, typically out of habit, uh, and that's how that goes. So, welcome to the Pokemon Podcast behind the scenes, how to record episode <laughs> as we do this. But Joe, that's not what we called to talk about. We we want to talk about our experiences of the week, and I will tell you, I got the first. Oh, wait, wait. I have a button ready for this. I got the very first Lord invite for these battles, right? And even before Joe did, I got in. Apparently, I didn't catch it when I thought I had because I got another Lord invite and uh, this week from our good friend Paul. No, I got something. There's like no volume control on that, right? It blasts every time I hit it, right? Why did you? I don't know because it makes you laugh. Because it makes Paul you laugh. Fuck. It made you laugh, but yeah, man, that that I gotta record my own beep. That's the one built into my board. And it just there's no volume control. I have the volume that that the volume's all the way down, and I barely touch the button. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, that's not what we're going to talk about. Anyway, Paul invited me to raid, and I did, and I caught two of them. But the first one I caught, and it went, "Oh, here's entry." I'm like, "What do you mean this is the entry? This is like my third raid. Have I not been catching these things?" And the sad part is, I have no idea. Apparently not. Apparently not, according to the game. But yeah, so I, 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 I that was my experience this week. What about you, Joe? Your beep button. It, I, I just. It, it's acting like uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings. You have no power here, Charles hey. the Gray. <laughs> and there's no, I mean, there's no, I'm looking at how to, I mean, everything else. Look, look, look. The, 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 I'll, I'll do one that don't like it. No, sir, I don't like See, I can pull that all the way down. Now, it's almost muted, right? There's no mute button on this channel, but here you go. I don't want to hit it too hard. Nah. It's so loud. So loud. Why? Why? So that you can go in and superimpose the sound of a llama or a screaming uh, sheep or something well, instead of the beep. Temporarily, our sensor <laughs> beep is going to be yep, yep. Lord. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so what was your experiences this week? Uh, I did catch a, a couple of your, your favorite crazy Pokemon that you like to beep. Um and then I did. Did you not do community day? I texted you. I told you community day was happening. Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think I did. Yeah, no, I got. I, I was. I evolved. Okay. Uh, pre- hey, f- did I forget the uh, evolved one to Ursaluna? Uh, I may uh, let me open up my game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I only ended up getting one shiny from community day. Um, granted, I didn't. I didn't go ham on community day. I'm not gonna lie. It was cold and miserable here on community day. Um, but I did, I evolved, uh, and one of my Teddy Ursus, uh, Teddy Ursus up to an Ursaluna and powered it up. Um, 
as much as I could at the time, which apparently I've gotten a few more uh, XL candy on it. So we'll we'll power it up again. It's almost at 4K. Uh, and then I, I also evolved uh, my shiny all the way up as well to Ursaluna. Um, but, yeah, fun times, fun times. We had a um, – I mentioned this in the Experiences of the Week channel in our Discord – um, which if you want to get in that, go to patreon.com slash Pokemon go podcast, any level gets you into the discord. Um, but in there, uh, I mentioned that, um, someone local who owned a, um, it's what, what is it called? Valkyrie ax throwing, but it, so it apparently it has ax throwing and a bar there ah okay we have a uh we have similar ones uh and he said look it's it's cold and nasty on community day i own i own this bar if you're here there are three stops in a gym anyone who wants to hang out you don't have to drink you don't have to throw axes you don't have to do anything like that where you're not going to get kicked out for loitering just come and have fun and uh that's a great offer and all but the picture, the screenshot that he took of of the location, uh-huh. his character's wearing Team Rocket outfit. It's clearly a Team Rocket recruiting front. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> He's just trying to get people in to recruit them to Team Rocket. Team Rocket doesn't know how to be subtle. <laughs> I mean, if I find a button behind a painting and it leads me downstairs to their secret operation, I would not be surprised. That that's a reference. To, I no, I got it. I played. I played. Team. Let's go, Evie. <laughs> I understand. Okay. I was actually. I'm, I'm still messaging back and forth with Dennis. I think he might help me find the audio for next week. Uh, just for those of you that are live watching me on my phone right now, it's because uh, right before the show, I was I was trying to give uh, um, Joe access. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to give you access last week. Let me get you the audio so you can listen to it and record something if you wish, and I'll edit it in whatever next week. Uh, this is a great plug for hey next week's Thanksgiving. If you would like to be a part of the special call-in Thanksgiving show, where really it's, it's mostly this year uh, where I recorded this Patreon episode with Dennis uh, before we recorded like and subscribe, which is L Y C A N like and subscribe uh, for his, his comic book. Um, Joe is going to have some audio, I'm sure, that he's going to record on his own for me to put with it. But you can go to PokemonGoPodcast.com. I keep trying to say Patreon. But PokemonGoPodcast.com. And right there on the side is the SpeakPipe tab. Call in your voicemail and have it in by Tuesday. Because I'm either going to edit you know, Tuesday night or Wednesday uh, and have it posted Thursday morning so you can enjoy it if you have a drive for Thanksgiving or just don't want to be around the family or whatever. It'll be there for you. Uh, yes, so we'd so love to have your Tuesday, yours. November 22nd. Yeah. Um, thank you, Joe. And so I was like, I, I'm trying to find it and I can't, I know I saw it recently. It was what made me go, oh yeah, we'll use that for Thanksgiving week. It'll be great. And so Dennis and I are going back and forth on trying to, um, he's helping me try to find it. That's what it is. All that long story short is I'm distracted trying to fix the show for next week. That I haven't even messed up yet, but you know, I will. So Joe, what do we got going on in the experiences on discord? 
<laughs> All right, so let's go check out the Discord uh, and and see. There, ha- it's been actually kind of quiet in the Discord this week, to be completely honest. So, um, for those that are watching in video form, you can uh, see the uh, Team Rocket suspected Team Rocket front picture that I was referencing a little bit ago. Um, or if you follow me on uh, Twitter, I tweeted it out as well. So at Joseph underscore art on Twitter. Um, but other than that, the only other experience here is from posting one Kenobi showing off a shiny Volby and a shiny Wismer. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a little quiet and that's, I, I am, I'm surprised at how quiet, but usually around the holidays, it does get a little bit quieter in, in our discord. Um, cause you know, people be, are people are real busy during the holidays. So, but yeah, I found it. That's good. I'm glad it, if you couldn't find it, um, I, I'd say we need to paint it and uh, have your kids search for it. Like it's an Easter egg. <laughs> Wrong season. <laughs> you need to make it a handprint Turkey and offend a whole nation of awesome people. <laughs> Oh man! Or put it under the tree because there's crazy people that already have the tree up. I, I hope we don't decorate this year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, actually, no. I, I, my new house has worked out better than we thought. Better than I thought. We we because of one the purge that you go through when you move, right? The um, purge. Yeah, you know, you kill your neighbors as you leave the neighborhood. <laughs> um, uh, but also the way my wife really designed this, because uh, we we knocked out a wall, we did some remodeling stuff on it, and that's what's taking so long. All that being said, what sh- and the people long time before us instead of having a carport, they expanded out to a living room. So otherwise, it'd be super cramped. But now the entryway will will be able to put up a tree, so I don't mind that. But uh, yeah, I don't want to decorate the outside of the house, and I'm I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm not. I'm, I don't really care about Thanksgiving or like, eh, 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 you can't have your Christmas out before Halloween. They're all fake holidays, people. Every last one of them was made up. <laughs> you know, the Mayan calendar ended in 2012. So you know, come on, we just this is all made up time. Um, <laughs> But but uh, we've been we've been living in the matrix since 2012. Yeah, right. And I'm just like, yeah. It's not about not doing it for Thanksgiving. It's about uh, just not doing it for me. That's that's what it's about. I'm the Grinch, but I'm not here to steal your Christmas. You can have it. Take the PV with you. <laughs> now I'm just imagining you as the Grinch. And instead of the dog, you have Hippie Evie oh, no! dressed up <laughs> as, as a reindeer pulling your your giant oh. sled where you've stolen everyone's Pokemon. Oh. So you've got a Team Rocket shirt on in addition to being dressed like Santa Claus. Oh, man. That's, no. That's, if, if we have any, any people who are listening that are artistic, I would love to see that that drawn <laughs> speaking of being artistic we need your help we are getting a redesign of our logo and last week a civilian on base jumped in on some some rough drafts and what's interesting is he had no idea what the rough drafts were that joe did 
they're along the same lines. I mean, they're, they're definitely different styles, but it is very much, wow, y'all had the same inspiration at, at almost the same time, it seems like. And it's really cool, but if you want to be a part of that, we're going to give away some T-shirts, right? Uh, I say plural, because I think we can do that. I think we can do, I saw the account tonight. We can do plural. We can give away everybody who submits a, a good idea, you know, because I, I, yeah, you know, if you just stick draw it, yeah, nah, I mean, look, we'll hook you up with a shirt if you ever meet us in person. But, um, we, we want some real ideas for logos. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to have the idea come across. Uh, we'll pick a few. We'll give out some some shirts as a thank you. And uh, uh, no matter if you... It's not a contest, right? Because there's rules to that. We're not doing a contest. I'm circling the drain. Joe's just dancing. He's not helping me out at all. Well, so, hey, all I'm saying it's is... Kurt's, it's Kurt's fault. You can't hear it, but he played the Rick and Morty sad bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. Listen. I just want your help designing our logo, right? And now we're being all of us together, not just Joe and I. It's, it's for the show. We're going to redo the logo for January. We've got some some cool things going already, and I'm excited. I want you to be a part of it. Please send that in. You can find us uh, uh Twitter. You can tag. You need to DM, right, or, or at least tag us or something, uh, uh, at Joe underscore Art, at Rock Out of Pod. Uh, of course, email is show at PokemonGoPodcast.com. And uh, Discord. Can people just find us on Discord if we're not in the same rooms or anything, Joe? Um, Only if they know what our. Well, mine's Rock Out of Podcasting, so you well, can find me. It's not Discord. just that because they've got to know there's numbers behind it as well and stuff like that yeah uh you know what mine's right here in front of me it is no mine you can just search i think you can just search rock got a podcast no here i won't put it in the uh like yes i know that that's what it shows ah it's rock Rock got a podcast rock it's all space and still podcasting rock got a podcasting hashtag five nine four three there you go Gotcha, Joe. I was able to copy Hashtag it. five nine four. So yeah, you can direct message me on Discord. Um, but yeah. So artwork, we would love to have that. Otherwise, forget what Joe said. Because I've distracted you long enough. You don't even remember what Joe said. And we're moving <laughs> on to the rest of the experiences of the week. Oh, because I remember what Joe said. Nope. Of the week, but we already did the experiences of the week. So. All of them. You said it was quiet, didn't you? Yes. All right. Was well, it, it bought enough time to get to find the audio? Uh, so I'm going to get that to you while we're, we're doing this show. We had a discussion last week. What Pokemon would you like to see get a new regional form? And uh, did you have any movement over there on Reddit, sir? That is a great question that I should know the answer to. But I nope, nobody, nobody said no. It's just quiet all around. No Crickets. speak pipes. One discussion of the week. Everyone is... So um, they 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 want to make sure that they're not running into the leaks from Scarlet and Violet. So they're like, no internet, no internet, no internet um, at all. Well, I, I've got you a question a week for next. Well, it's not for next week, for two weeks, right? Because we wouldn't have it for next week. Uh, so we're, we'll we'll look back at this episode and forget the answers. But uh, the question of the week is, why do you hate us? You don't. You don't want to leave us speak pipes. You don't want to answer the poll questions. I mean, the or, real question is, why just, do you hate us? Or we could just leave this question out there and see if we get answers in the next mm. two weeks. Mm. We'll see. Uh, Kurt <laughs> says his son took the day off for a new Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yes, Kurt. We want your speak pipes hot, only if you call it as hot gravy. 
I want to I want to hear you dancing while barbecuing some ribs or something. Look, the fact that that fool doesn't do TikToks of the actual smoking process is why he's not famous. I said I, it, and I ain't taking I, it back. I mean, the smoking process takes hours and hours. And There's hours, so. editing tools. Joe is no, not allowed. You, oh you're, not, you're not allowed to edit anything. It has to be just straight up. Hey, look, I got an answer. <laughs> you know, my team, Team Charles over on Spotify, who listens to the podcast and answers the full polls there, we got an answer. Team Reddit, or Team Joe's Reddit, eh, they got quiet this week. So what Pokemon would you like to see get a new regional form? Applesauce Man says, I think a good one would be an underwater volcano torkoal. An underwater volcano torkoal. It'd be different. Okay. That'd be interesting. I see it. I can see it. All right. All right. You know what? What? Now, I want to see an Atlantis-inspired region. An underwater region. That would be pretty sweet for Pokemon. An underwater city where you or an underwater network of cities where you go to the different bubbles under the sea. And maybe in the games you have some scuba gear so you can swim around and catch Pokemon. I think it could be fun. Would you hold on to the fin of the uh, uh, Lapras uh, as you swim underwater? And clearly, um, Namor would have to pop up. That's what I said. I'm like, Joe's just watched so much freaking Black Panther too. This Except week. I he's just ripping it. off the whole Pokemon game from it. Yep, exactly. Well, I want to see Namor, and I want to see uh, uh, Aquaman, and I want a cameo from Hot Gravy with a Trident. Hot Gravy with a Trident. Because he has he has sausage, he has brisket, and he has a uh, uh, turkey, turkey leg. That's his trident. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what what did you want to see? What regional would you like to see get a new form? Oh yeah. Um, I now I both do and don't want to see another Growlithe simply because. The Hisuian Growlithe, we got a regional, and it's only okay in my book. Um, and the WF professor says still waiting for that new Growlithe. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, we we got the the Hisuian Growlithe. It was eh, it was it was okay. The I they, so it, they went with rock and and fire typing for him, and it just it didn't it didn't work. That's okay. Uh, WF Prester says he's never uh, played Arceus. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Hiswin Growlithe is there. It's it's only okay-ish. <laughs> and he forgot he forgot that a uh, Growlithe already had one. So Growlithe is my favorite. Um, it would be interesting if they made some new regional mythical or legendaries because they haven't done that yet. Well, nope, I am wrong again because the Galarian birds. Yeah, so now, you had my finger hovering over the sensor button, man. I thought you were going <laughs> to Nope, nope. Get, get you canceled. Uh, okay, WF Professor says a Scyther or an elect, Electra Buzz. You got it. Would be nice. Um, uh, we'll, get that, by Kurt. By Kurt. Well, we'll get that in a second because uh, that's a little bit different. Um 
I don't. I honestly don't know enough about the game to say I'd want a regional form. Other than the regionals are very hard to get, but cool to have. Well, so I've seen a ton of artwork of the starter Pokemon from the different regions, but their um, elements are swapped. So like a fire Squirtle or a, a grass Squirtle, you know, things like that where they're swapped. I wouldn't mind seeing some of that, um, not necessarily just the starters, but doing more um, element swapping. Just like who was it that suggested that on uh, – uh, over there, I can't remember who you said, but said the the water applesauce man, applesauce man. That's right. Yep. Um, I would I would love to see some more of that. You know who might be a, have a fun regional? Nitto King and Nitto Queen. You know what? They, that might uh, make them uh, valid again. Because you know, for a long time they were because in the first gen, right? They were valid. They were hard to get, uh, but then it got to be fairly easy to get them and honestly i cannot tell you the last time i saw any version of nidoran or nidoran no uh yeah nidoran yeah um i i couldn't tell you couldn't tell you the last time i saw you know so um i think a good regional version would help with that for sure what what would it what kind of region what what would make it difficult to get joe oh that well difficult to get or how would i like how would I like the region themed? Sure. Cause it what would have to said. be a brand new region. Cause all of these are like localized, um, traits is kind of how they spin it with the local versions that they've adapted differently. That's kind of the, the lore behind the regional Pokemon. Um, so if we're going with the Atlantis type, the, the, the Atlantis, uh, theme, um, these could be, I could see them having the, the backs be um, like a dolphin tail and they keep the the horn still and maybe they've got scales on them and they could they could swim and jab people with their poison horns uh, as they're swimming around. That could be kind of fun, a water poison type. That would that that kind of has that eel feel for me. And I'm thinking of like relicanth, you know, changing its type up to that. Because that would suit, right? It looks poisonous. Yeah. Well, uh, I not relicanth. Play... Is that the one that's the eel? Did I say that right? Rel- relicanth is not the eel. Relicanth is. Um, but you, which one's the eel? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's an evolution, uh, actually, if I'm thinking right. Um. Electros, well, I don't have, I wouldn't know who Electros is. <laughs> uh, no, WF Professor, you're, mm, it's time to get a break now, Joe. I'm upset. Because he, he got to it just before you did. The evolution, no, he's talking about, no. Oh, the evolutions, more evolutions. It's true. I'm about to end the show right now. Every time. I, well, he said two different things. He did. I just, he did. I saw the one and missed the other one, mm. but yeah, more evolutions that could wear flower crowns. You, you love it. I know you do with that folks. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Maybe <laughs> not promising anything. The Pokemon go podcast is made possible 100% by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash Pokemon Go podcast. All 
gonna be the very best. The very best. No one ever was. Catch them is my field To train them is my cause I will across the That is one of the better versions of it And And lest you forget <laughs> That actual high pitched voice You hear in the background Is the original singer Of the original theme song <laughs> In on that Not dubbed in Actually redoing the the recording with the artist there, so uh, I'm not gonna lie though, I w- I would not travel across the land. I wouldn't. Yeah, you are lying. <laughs> How many times have you driven down to my house for community day? Come on, <laughs> you would absolutely travel across the land. Yeah, you driving. You that's a key word there. The Mostly Pokemon. That's. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. So right. unless. Unless I've got a car like Gary does to drive around from place to place, I'm not hoofing it on foot miles and miles to catch some new Pokemon. Gary has two cars, but that is not what we're here to talk about. Um, <laughs> Kurt says it's because you're not 12 years old, Joe. Well, <laughs> but Ash, Ash is 10, forever 10. Forever 10. I want to be. New avatar items inspired by Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet on Nintendo Switch are coming soon. Um, this is expected. And. Yep, dumb. <laughs> yep, dumb. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, you know, why, I can see where people would actually really, really dig it, but why aren't the outfits scarlet and violet though? Because <laughs> like, that makes too much no, sense. What, Joe, one one sense. is white and orange themed, and the other one is white and and blue. It it's not scarlet or violet, uh, and the the real answer to that, if you're wondering, is probably because these outfits are directly from the game itself, but. They should be Scarlet and Violet. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I, I, you know, um, I don't think so, Joe, but hey, are you going to dive head first into these outfits? No, I haven't changed my outfit in the game in like five years. Oh, really? <laughs> it it, it, need, it needs to be my outfit needs to be washed. Something fierce, something fierce. Just like but, um, Con in the game, Joe doesn't take showers. oh man so apparently wf professor says there's a person on youtube who does reviews of games called angry joe how long until we get angry charles to review pokemon go stuff we've been getting that for like six years (laughs) five five the first year when Emmett was here i was saying i was more pleasant once Emmett left i got i got grumpier and grumpier charles was a-okay until niantic Decided to choose violence and put flower crowns on Eevees. You know, it might have been the turning point. We need a Pokemon Go podcast historian to do the, the do the Netflix documentary on that to find that out. Because like, and if then they realized that three months of hippie Eevee will change a person's soul. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, so are are you planning on getting Scarlet and Violet? WF Professor asked us early on if we were planning on getting it, and I told him we'd talk about it. I figured um, this would be the best time. I, I, 
So you know what? I will listen. I will take this. I will do more. Th- I will play more other Pokemon if if we can do on the Pokemon Go podcast channel the angry reviews. You know, I'll the start with the, I'll start with anything I can find on mobile device and do it. And be like, what is this trash? And, you know, get out. I don't know. Not trash. You know, I'm not trying to be negative, negative, but you know, I'll be me. And I'm like, I'm 45 year old dude who doesn't give a crap. But my audience wanted me to try this. I'll try it. When it comes to the <laughs> Switch games. Um, I I have uh, Pokemon Let's Go, right? Uh, thanks to the the amazing uh, friend of the show that we have. I can't remember if we're supposed to say who did that. Paul Puck. Not, but, okay, we've said it well, a few times. Oh, we have. Okay, yeah. No, Paul was the band, and thanks to him, uh, I have that. And uh, I did when I had GameFly for a while. I did rent the games, some of the games to try them out. Um, I even got the Arceus and play. I, Joe had it before I got it, but I played it before he did. Uh, but I would, that is true. I, I would do, I would do some reviews if we thought that, if I thought that people would have fun with it. Right. But that, you know, I'm not, I, I don't currently, there's no return on my investment, either in enjoying the game or in monetary value of, of getting Scarlet and Violet. And that's just kind of how I look at it. It's like, if I were, if I loved mm-hmm. it, then be like, yeah, no brainer. Um, so I don't know. Uh, maybe Joe, maybe, would your kids play it? Yeah, they maybe, play maybe it. we can do. They, maybe we can do. They like play the Arceus a fair bit too. Maybe we could do like the show can get the cartridge. Uh, I'll do a review on it and then ship it up to you and let you and your kids play it or something. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, professor says I'm getting both tonight at midnight. So professor's actually excited. So you seem to love that game. I mean, so much. I mean, you seem to love the Pokemon games that it, you're getting it tonight at midnight, right? That that tells me there's a an expect, expectation level. And you want me to review it because you know it's going to be salty as all get. It'll be funny <laughs> as crap. I mean, I know I'm hilarious, but it'll be salty and it will not be loving. And you 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 want that? Is my honest question of of the week. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh man, dude, the statement above that no more flowers will eventually break Charles and old trip. Yeah, that's not kidding. All right, Joe, uh, next one, uh, percentage <laughs> IV data from 100 Giratina raids. Yeah, this, I, I mean, I love numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Um, so this comes to us from a Redditor named Quincy a one love your steak sauce, buddy. Um, and they did one uh, about 100 Garatina raids and recorded the IVs of all of the Garatina they got. And they set it, they put up, they put the IV percentages into a bar graph and displayed it here. And um, I am honestly, well, I'm trying to decide if the st- if it's statistically significant um, to a certain extent because it the way the random numbers work is it's three different numbers. And so it would naturally generate towards the middle uh, because he's just doing the, the overall average of the IVs, whether it's a hundred percent or he's not breaking it down by specific stat. Um, so when I first looked at this, I was like, Oh, Niantic is, is uh, intentionally making it so that everyone is middle of the ground. Because uh, it's very much a a bell curve there, where most of the percentages are somewhere between eighty and eighty eight percent. But 
because it's three random numbers, it's going to naturally generate towards the middle. Just like uh, if you're rolling dice, you if you roll two six-sided dice, you actually have one in six odds of getting a seven just because of how, how the, the two random numbers works and how many different combinations give you that seven. So you're, you are more likely to get towards the middle with the more different random numbers you get. So that, that does actually make sense, but it is, it, it is interesting. He didn't get any shinies or sorry, not shinies. He didn't get any hundos even after uh, doing a hundred raids. So gotcha. yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. That, that, yeah, pretty rough. Tough. Um, that, I, I don't know. I mean, sh- okay, Joe. So let me ask you this, and you may not have a direct answer, but you can get me close. We know it's hard to get shinies, but we've talked about the anecdotal data that I collect on community days about this is my personal for over six years. This has been my experience on community days. So the one that wasn't like that really stood out to me, but when it comes to hundos or shundos, wouldn't that be even super more rare and even a hundred raids? You might not really get a shot at it. Um, so the hundos, especially on, on the raid ones, cause they're, or they're, Minimum is 10, 10, 10 on raids or on eggs. Um, so hundos aren't as rare as you'd think I'd get, I, I guess, but okay. still, still rare enough. I mean, he did, he did a hundred and got nothing. Uh, got, didn't get a hundo out of it. He did get one ninety eight percent, um, but no hundos. Um, but there, I mean, you have to max it out like all together, all, all the different ones. So you'd have to, um, it's basically like rolling three dice and getting all sixes. Cause it could be 10, 11, 12, 13, okay. 14 or 15. So there's six different options. So, or even like um, Yahtzee getting the fives, you, you, you can get five of a kind with some rolls. Yeah. So the odds of getting, a hundo on a raid or an egg, assuming that they don't have it weighted. So assuming that say a 10 is a 10 on your IV for that stat is just as likely as a 15 on it. Then the odds would be, again, this is from an egg or a raid where the only options are 10 to 15 is one in 216. That, and but that doesn't necessarily play out with with every number because I'm looking at the WF professor. It says I have caught forty seven thousand five hundred eighty two Pokemon and only have thirty five hundos. So that's not quite a hundred. So whatever that number. Well, was. that wild Pokemon their IVs can be anywhere from zero to fifteen. So there's sixteen different possibilities there. So the odds of getting a hundo out of a wild Pokemon, assuming no other factors like weather boost and things like that are one in 4,096. So roughly one in 4,000. So if you take that and multiply it by 35, he is doing well above his average. But then again, not all of those are wild catches. Some of these are, are from raids or from eggs or things like that, who that have different odds. So 
Um, 35 isn't, isn't too bad. Uh, he says none of his hundos are legendaries. So, but yeah, so the odds are not good. <laughs> the odds um, are never and, in your favor. Well, and, and this game doesn't have um, the breeding mechanic that they have in the main series games where you can use that to manipulate the IVs of Pokemon. You can breed specific combinations to get better IVs. Uh, You can't do that in Pokemon Go. And so from a, an IV perspective, it, it's even more RNG based here in Pokemon Go than it is in the main series games because there are specific things that you can do to increase your odds in the main series games. So my brothers and sisters of the church of the Pokemon, I'm here to do, introduce you to Niantic's Lord and Savior, Aaron Jesus. Aaron Jesus <laughs> does not always shine on the wicked as well as the good, but when he does, it's shiny all the time. Sing it, choir. I'm too That's right. That's all we can afford to pay for on this show. But, uh... You know what? Send up your sacrifices of the uh, Flower Crown Eevees to Professor Oak, and maybe Aaron Jesus will get you a Shundo <laughs> one day. Take me to church. Oh, man. Hey, Joe, I'm reading here that you and your dad have a theory about Galarian birds. <laughs> well, not my dad. He's uh, He's been gone for about 19 years. That'd be kind of weird if he had a theory about them and was sharing it with me. Um <laughs> But, uh, yes, on the ancestral a, plane. Come on, man. <laughs> yes, that, that's right. Uh, I, I need to astral project and talk to my father and he will let me know all about the glaring birds and that I need to hop on my left leg three times while rubbing my belly and holding my hand in the air saying, Arceus, Arceus, Arceus to get a glaring bird. That, that's the trick. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, this comes to us from a redditor named Space Laces Five Twenty One. And again, this is merely a theory. This is anecdotal. There is no stats to to be behind this, other than, hey, this is what I've seen. I wonder if there's anything to it. And again, I don't know if there's anything to it at all, but. Uh, what he says is my father and I are both big fanatics about the daily incense, mainly the legendary birds. We have both been noticing that we keep getting the birds in the same locations. We've gotten a total of eight birds in the same spot and six in another spot. Uh, and so they're asking if anyone else has seen this or if there's any other evidence or if it's just a crazy coincidence. Um, and, this makes me wonder because uh, the birds that I have seen, they, I, I haven't been keeping track to this degree, but they might have been popping up in the same spot, the ones that I have found. But again, this could also be is this your normal place where you're playing and where you're popping your incense? Because, duh, that's where it's going to happen. Um, But in the comments here, the top comment says, a few people have mentioned encountering the Galarian birds in the same spot, but no hard evidence has been found yet. So again, we don't have any conclusive data, but, 
But if you're willing to go with the conspiracy theory, if you have seen a glaring bird before, or if you see one in the future, you may want to take note of where you find it and maybe try to get a spawn there again. Because you might just get another glaring bird out of it. Maybe. And if it happens to be at a crossroad, it's a deal demon. Don't don't catch that one. <laughs> <laughs> but but remember, wherever it is, hop on your left foot three times, stu- uh, hand on your stomach, rubbing it, left hand in the air, Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. That surefire way to get it. Or, you know, to, to summon a demon and sell your soul for one. You know, one of the two. One, one of the two. two. Something like that. <laughs> um, well, obviously Niantic didn't sell their soul to a demon because they should remove the elite raids until the spawn bug is fixed, according to user PokeyCraft. Oh, yes. Which, which, which I love their tag. The user PokeyCrafter320 has a big purple tag behind their name that says, <laughs> Costumes are not new content. <laughs> I, I knew you would love their their tag i knew it i, I liked their post in general but i knew you needed you, to, anyway you know me well so after an elite raid happens what's supposed to happen is that for i, I can't remember the time frame but it might be an hour Maybe half an hour. Anyway, for for some time afterward, around that gym, rarer spawns are supposed to pop up. Um, and, like, there's supposed to be confetti. There's supposed to be rare spawns. There's a timer on the gym that says when this bonus expires, things like that. Well, this person and a lot of other people are not getting that. They, they take the – they do the elite raid and nothing. They get nothing. Um, and there are some suggestions here from PokeCrafter. Um, the first one is, and these are all suggestions uh, directed specifically to Ni- Niantic, of course, since they're the only ones that can do anything about it. But the first one says, if you're not going to fix the spawns, at least make the raid rewards better. I'm not going to uh, beat a six-star raid just for a fraction of the five-star rewards and a poffin. Add some uh, rare candy XL or an elite fast or charge TM or something else. If you don't want to give rare items, increase the amount of normal items to at least one and a half times the amount of five star rates. So it's still not very high. No, but uh, you know, it's, it's something. Um, and then number two, which is what their title suggests is remove, remove elite raids for the time being and fix the spawns because right now there's pretty much zero incentive to do these, you know, other than catching the Pokemon. Um, and, and the spawns actually working is a great way to fix that. Uh, when I found out that mine, foo Flygon, Dra- Dragonite and the Kanto birds spawned afterwards. Now the Kanto birds, remember not the glaring birds, not the new mm-hmm. fancy ones. Um, uh, that was an incentive to do it. Without that, it's just another boring raid boss. They're not wrong, but it is a new raid boss, at least. At least, well, the two that we've had so far have both been Hoopa Unbound, but yes. Uh, and then th- a third solution, or a third possible fix to it, is um, to 
here's an, here they say here's another possible alternative to fixing the spawns or even increasing the rewards make the boss shiny eligible i'd much rather take a shiny eligible raid boss than a non-shiny eligible one because if there's at least a chance of shiny you have the chance to get something worth it uh what i love about this even beyond just the content is they state Yes, there's a problem. I'm not happy with it, but they go on to provide possible solutions in their mind, whether or not they're viable is, you know, up for debate. Um, some of these are good suggestions, might need a little tweaking, but they are good suggestions. Some of them, in my opinion, are good suggestions anyway. But um, I think I think a lot of people focus on the issues without providing any constructive possibilities. So Yeah, it's easy to complain. It's not that easy to solve a problem. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, the WF professor says he has not seen a Galarian bird in Pokemon Go yet. Me the, either. The, but I don't the rates on much. yeah, the rates on these suck. Like, and isn't it they to be are higher bad. with your your daily incense. Well, that's the only place they come from. Is oh, that's daily, it. So. It's only that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I've used two total. I've well, no wonder you mega evolved more than I've used a daily incense. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the yeah daily incense is the only place to find the Galarian birds. Um, I've seen three or four total now and caught one. Um, but yeah, the the rates of getting them are bad. The rates of catching them are bad. It's um, to use a phrase that was popular in league of legends for many years. It's an unfun mechanic. Mm. Um, and so it, not saying that it's bad that we have to grind for it, but the way in which it happens is unfun because it's, it's unpredictable and there's nothing we can do really to increase our odds. Um, because you don't ever, feel like you have a chance. Yeah. Cause you, you use golden raspberry, you use an ultra ball and you toss it out at once and it poof run away. Um, I mean, there's, there's just, so many parallels. I was thinking about making a joke earlier, like when you're talking about the catch rates and, and the horribleness of that. It's like, yeah, Niantic, uh, Vegas called and said, dude, your rates are too low. You you need to give out more prizes. And then the second thing you're talking about, you know, the unfunness, like, yeah, Vegas called a second time and said, hey, moron, if you don't make them think they can win, they'll never play. Yep. And WF Professor is saying along the same lines as me, the yes. grind would not be bad if I actually had an influence on if I see the birds or not. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What do you do if you use your daily incense? No, it's still a chance. That's why it's a gotcha game. That's why it's considered gambling in some countries. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's, there is no, just, just like you have very little influence on the slot machines, right? All the new slot machines in Vegas have, or anywhere you gamble has uh, video games attached to them. Essentially when you hit the bonus and there's big bonuses, there's little bonuses, but you can touch the screen and pick, you know, so that's the little bit of choice that you have. And I bet you without doing research, I bet you there's some kind of psychology that kind of steers you towards little wins versus big wins. Um, but you feel like you have influence over it with me specifically for Pokemon go. The only thing I've ever gotten excited about is the shadows, 
because I can chase them down or I cannot chase them down. But that's all me and my input into the game. The rest of it, it it's just so random. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Sure, I got it, but I don't get excited. Um, and, and, and to be fair, all the games I play are, are somewhat random. I'm, I'm playing Marvel Snap, and the way to get cards typically, because it's a card game, the way to get cards is to open up random boxes. And yeah, every time I open one, oh, that's cool because it's not about getting the card. It's about what I can do with the card once I get it. Here, I guess you have a little bit of that in PvP, but that's about it. So it's it's a very big disconnect. Um, David Moore on uh, Twitter mentioned us uh, uh, in regards to Marvel Snap. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, "When are when are uh, we starting a Marvel Snap podcast?" <laughs> uh, you can cut David if you're listening to us here at the show. You can get part of a a Marvel Snap podcast. Uh, I recorded Thursday nights just after Pokemon Go. It's called Marvel. Um, no, it's, uh, it's called From the Helicarrier, where we play Marvel games. And depending on the week, we talk about two different games. Strike Force is one of them, which is where we started over there. And then Snap as well. Uh, now, if you want Joe and I to talk about it, well, Joe, that means you got to start playing <laughs> well, the Marvel card game with me. He mentioned Ibit as well. He he pinged all oh, three Ibit of us. Plays, <laughs> I know Ibit plays the crap out of it. Well, and, um, and Ibit responded saying that uh, he, he does periodic live streams of it on uh, and yeah. so, yeah. Well, Joe, I mean, let's let's talk. Maybe there's some, some <laughs> maybe there's some extra content I, we can start making. I've never even played it, to be honest. I know you have it, but that would be the first step. <laughs> it's super easy. Well, all right. Uh, so this uh, last, I, one real quick. Sorry, uh, the WF yep, professor. Yep. I I love this mentality that the WF professor has here, and I think it yeah. um it's a very healthy mentality. It says that. Um, this is why I don't take this game seriously. I enjoy playing, but if I get the rare stuff, then it's a bonus. So just like I know a lot of completionists that had a lot of issues early on in the game because of the regional Pokemon, um, because they, they couldn't get it without traveling the world. Um, and it, yeah, well, and, and it, people with, I, I knew some people personally, uh, I'm thinking about one specific person that had OCD that stopped playing the game because mm-hmm. they knew they wouldn't, they wouldn't get those that regionals. Should be terminal. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but at the end of the day, this is a game. Um, we, we've had a few people reach out to us and say, Hey, I stopped playing a while back. I still listen to you guys, but, yeah. um, and, but it just it didn't feel like a game anymore. I wasn't having fun with it anymore. And at the end of the day, it it's a game. Yeah, we're meant. It's meant to be fun. Niantic seems to forget that it's a game, but it is. So, yeah, and the hardcore forget it too. You know that, that you, you you and every time that somebody's reached out and said that we've encouraged them. Like, no, we get it. And, you know, definitely there's you, we've even been honest on the show. Like now we're doing the game right now because we enjoy doing the show, but the game's kind of sucky right the second you're back in the hashtag heroes era and the, the strike force crap and other things that, you know, but the reality is this was the fun we had. So, um, there's that. There's one last story we want to get to, uh, here and it, it's a serious one and it's, 
crappy and we're gonna we're gonna cover it because that's what we do here but pokemon go trainer beaten up by gang of teenagers for playing on their park bench um, that darn park bench it's a 37 year old player who was assaulted by and i don't know if they're using gang as in the organized crime kind of gang or if they're using gang as in just a collection of teenagers i would but guess a collection teenagers. Teenagers. Could be wrong. Eight teenagers. Uh, Yeah, so he was left beaten and in need of stitches after a brutal attack by eight teenagers. Um, The the person, uh, his name's Mark, he had been visiting the park with his girlfriend and playing Pokemon Go. Uh, It doesn't say anything that happened to the girlfriend right um, it just she, she noticed she, that her boyfriend wasn't running away with her yeah she she was there the she heard them say uh, or no this, she, this is what she said about it she said we sat on these benches in the middle of the park and out of the corner of her eye uh, she saw some shapes and then she heard oi that's where I, that's where we sit um, and it's again this this is Europeans. The last one we talked about with the father, son, and their stranger brawl. Europeans. Yeah, yeah it's in Canterbury. This is in Canterbury. Look, England. You gotta let Brexit go. It has upset your whole society. Pokemon <laughs> is not Brexit, man. Stop hurting people over it. But yeah, ultimately, um, they they attacked him and he got away and called the authorities. He's got some stitches and he's recovering. Uh, but but apparently they hit him with park equipment. I'm not sure what park equipment says. It just says park equipment. Yeah. Um, you got his situational awareness. I was teaching my kid about that last night. Uh, my youngest Zoe. Um, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to be that aware being in a park. But you know what? Safety first, right? Um, have a buddy, you know, if you can't use your peripheral vision, if you get locked into the game, have somebody kind of there to catch your back. Cause you, I guess you just never know. And, uh, we want you all to be safe out there. That's, that's quite horrible, Joe. Yeah. You know, not only stitches, apparently he had to get staples too in his head. So he's expected to make a, a full recovery. It sounds like, but they had, they haven't been able to find any of the teenagers to bring him in. You know what? We should find his address and send him a flower crown to cover the stickers. <laughs> I was just trying not to laugh at that one. <laughs> That's how you make a super villain. That is how you make a super villain. <laughs> super Eevee villain. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, what time is it, Joe? It is time for random trivia. And this week I am going to talk about Nidoran male specifically. Uh, Nidoran male is the poison pin Pokemon. He evolves into Nidorino and then into Nido King. Um, Nidorino is also designated as the poison pin Pokemon, whereas Nido King is the drill Pokemon. Um, 
Nidoran and Nidorino are poison type, while Nidoking is a poison ground type. Um, these are the first Pokemon to have a gender. Uh, it's clear that uh, Ni- uh, that Niantic, that Pokemon Company, um, wanted to include gender, but they didn't have all of the Pokemon with genders in the first generation because it wasn't until Generation Two where you could actually start breeding. Um, so this is one of the few. Actually, I'm trying to think of any other example where there is a complete different line for male versus female. I don't think there is. Um, if if anybody wants to correct me, I would love to hear if there is another one in there. Um, but anyway, Nidoran male, uh, and well, Nido King specifically, was uh, one of my favorite Pokemon growing up. Um, they, wow. Okay. Oh, it ended up in my. Uh, it was Arcanine, Nido King, uh, usually Jolteon, and Gyarados, and Dragonite, and then and then a Pokemon that knew TM. Like those were my go-to uh, Pokemon or my starter. Um, but anyway, uh, Nidoran male. It's Pokedex entry says that its large ears sense danger. It extends its toxic spikes when angry. The size of its body thorns indicates its toxicity. There's uh, there's some people in the world that would have pretty long uh, body thorns if their toxicity was shown that way. <laughs> right. Um, Nidoran, the uh, name origin there is um, not as well known like it's not as obvious as some of the other ones the nidoran male may be derived from needle maybe as an indication of the male gender possibly uh and it also may involve nido which is twice um nido 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 oh sorry so i guess since there's two of them the nidoran male and female back then yeah all right yeah, it. but they're they're basically like little poison hamsters, is what they they are. There's um, your title, little poison hamsters. Little poison hamsters. Um, Nidorino is one of the first Pokemon that you see in the anime or in the uh, main series games. If you actually watch the little intro, because uh, you see him fighting a Gengar. Um, his Pokedex entry says that its horn contains venom. If they are stabbed into an enemy, the impact makes the poison leak out. Um, yeah, no, one of the first attacks that you get that does some real good damage in for Nidor, Nidoran male or Nidorino is horn attack. It is good stuff. Um, Nidoran, Nidorino looks like it may have some uh, inspiration from a rhino. So it is a poison hamster rhino. <laughs> Nidorino uh, may be a combination of needle and rhinoceros. Nidorino. Uh, and then there's Nido King. Um, yeah, good stuff. It's Pokedex entry. It says its steel like hide adds to its powerful tackle. Its horns are so hard they can pierce a diamond. Um, and Nido King is one of um, Gary's main Pokemon, um, as shown in the anime, 
or uh, blue in the in the games. Um, very popular choice there. Nitto King uh, was created with a kaiju monster motif. Yeah. Uh, so some people say that it's got the traits of a gorilla mixed with a rhino and poisonous. Nitto King, the name uh, may be a combination of needle and king. Um, and then another little bit of random trivia is it, it, he is a popular choice for speedrunners. They will get a yeah. Nidoran male with very specific um, IVs so that they can make sure that they're one-shotting or you know they, they're beating stuff uh, in the least amount of, of steps possible in the game. And what they end up doing um, towards the late game is they get um, Horn Drill because Horn Drill, if it hits... Uh, is a one hit kill. Mm. And so what they do is they use horn drill with X accuracy um, to uh, do their speed runs because as long as, as he's fast enough and, um, and has enough accuracy, he just kills everything one hit. So it is a, uh, he's a popular choice to use for speed runners of the first, uh, well, Pokemon Yellow, especially, but um, the main, the Generation One games. So, yeah, uh, Professor says there's a way in Gen One to get a level 100 at Nidoking King before Brock. Really? So the reason um, I'm surprised at that because I know you can get a Nidoran uh, male um, before Brock, um, but I. I wouldn't know how to get a Moonstone because um, Nidorino is one of the um, few Pokemon in the game that use a Moonstone to evolve. So I am curious as to how to do that. I might have to look it up later. Um, But yeah, that is Nidoran male. Now throw a tail on it and uh, make him a mermaid. (laughs) Does he evolve into Slow King? I mean, I, I think you're mixing your metaphors. The Nitto Merking. Nitto. All right. You know what? You want to send in your uh, any kind of voicemail. Um, you know, uh, yeah, speak pipes there. And I understand it's a live shot. So, you know, just telling your stories or sharing what you love about the show or happy Thanksgiving, whatever you want to say, is great on speak pipe. And that's at Pokemon Go. Go. Pokemon Go podcast.com right there on the right hand side of the screen. You'll see the tab. You can leave it. However, if you have the ability to record your own MP3s and send them in, you want to do a little extra like uh, some people have done in the past, like Divacate and uh, uh, Cheeky Nashville, then you can hit us up show at Pokemon Go podcast.com. Email it that way. We'd love to have it. Reddit's R slash Pokemon Go podcast where you can get the question of the week, which is this week. Uh, why do you hate us? I think that's the one we're going with. Uh, <laughs> why do you hate us? Why do you? Uh, yeah, you'll find that on Reddit. You also find that on Spotify. Twitter's at Pokemon Go pod, where we've been asked to do a, a Marvel snap uh, podcast. We'll see. And uh, YouTube is Pokemon Go podcast. TikToks at Pokemon Go podcast, which is posted by civilian on base, which we absolutely love. And thank you, sir, for knocking that out. 
And as always, you can check out Civilian's design and sticker work over at Etsy.com slash shop slash Muirpack, M-U-I-R-P-A-C-K. Joe, where can they... Oh, wait, you know what? They can find us live here most Thursday night, <laughs> Thursday nights, but not next week. Next week's an American holiday, and uh, we'll be off for Thursday night. But most Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv slash Pokemon Go Podcast, where you can meet awesome people like Assorted Geekdom. Nina Tella. Is that Nutella? I don't know. Nina Tella. Squishy to the Twitchy, Stream Elements, and the WF Professor. VO by Kurt was here earlier, as I think uh, some other people. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, who else was Who was one of the first ones in? Nathan EP, right? Yep. Nathan EP. Yeah, it didn't last more than five minutes. Still doesn't count. So... <laughs> There's that. Uh, Joe, where can they find you on the web? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph underscore Ard. What about you, Charles? Uh, you know what? Charles McFall. Search me. I'm, I'm putting out Instagram reels. Rock out of podcasting as well. You'll find it uh, there as, as well. Uh, I'm putting out some Instagram reels, which I found out are limited to, to a hard 90 seconds. So I'm actually, I'm actually double posting on Instagram because I'm doing five and six, seven minute videos. Uh, but TikTok is, mm-hmm. is where it's at too so check uh check it out well i'm just sharing thoughts of the day what i enjoy what i love and uh having fun there so that's that and tune in in two weeks to hear joe say charles you need to send me the cheeky nashville rap you need to i need it i need it i need the cheeky nashville i haven't heard him for so long i mean you know he's imaginary right so some of my best friends are imaginary gosh well sir I don't like it.